Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Wow, it is good here, isn't it? I like it, it's good. Um, I am um, going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe this summer. Um, a lot of people ask me about that. They say, why are you doing that? Why are you not just like preaching in churches and just doing that in going to the biggest comedy festival in Scotland? Well, not Scotland, but in the world. Biggest festival right across the world. And I um, always remind everyone that when I was... 15, 16, I used to go up to the Edinburgh Festival and I used to sit and watch comedians absolutely abusing Christianity, slagging Jesus off, slagging the cross off, making fun of the Christian faith. And I remember as a young 16-year-old lad sitting there and saying, one day I am going to be on that stage and I am going to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to lift up his name. And, uh, yes. And, um, you know, it's such a privilege that I've been able to do that the last four or five years. And we're up there again and it's going to be great. And if you want to come up to Scotland for your holidays, summer holidays, yeah, we will provide rain, cold, wind... And a little bit of a laugh. So um, that would be great. Really good. Well, listen, um, I'm going to crack on. I want to I wanna read from a bit of the Bible, Ephesians chapter 3. Um, this is about a prayer. And, um, you know, when we think about like this prayer, it's like, oh, God, that, that people would learn to know you personally. That, 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 that they would be open to knowing you personally. In Ephesians chapter 3, this is what the Bible says. Um, it's like it opens up and in verse 16, it says, According to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Wow, good words. Um, you know, Paul's offering a prayer here. And um, I, I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but um, I was on the train once and I got chatting to this guy and he got a lot of things going on. And I just said, oh, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to pray for you about that. We were standing at the doors, the train was packed. I goes, I'd love to pray for you for that. And he um, fell down on his knees and with his hands open, ready to receive the prayer. And like everybody in the train was looking. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Do you know what I'm saying? 
And I'm hoping that today you're not like when we pray later, you're all crashed down to your knees, arms open. Though, pastor, maybe you should do that. So the thing is, <laughs> I, um, I also love when I'm traveling around and I, I get talking to different leaders and I ask them their funniest story. And this was absolutely brilliant. This um, pastor told me that they had, they had a, 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 an American preacher come and that he was preaching and that they called people forward and people like went on their knees and he was going along praying for them. And I promise you, this is what he said. He put his hand on this gentleman's head and he's praying earnestly and there's a lot of sweat going on, a lot of sweating anointed sweat and basically he lifted his head hand off the head to go on to the next person and he took off his toupee right there and it was on his hand and in front of everyone he's trying to get it off trying to do it discreetly it's like oh man and then it just stuck there so he had to pray for everyone else with the toupee stuck to his hand can you imagine that? You'd be like, no, no prayer for me. Thank you. I'm okay. I'm okay. My, um, when I was a, a young minister, I, uh, I um, was working in Barnsley. So, you know, like, I'm from Edinburgh, beautiful city in Scotland. And then God calls me to Barnsley. <laughs> what, have I, what have I done? What have I done wrong? And uh, I was a young assistant guy. I was like, you know, and we had this big American preacher come and he, um, he, he says, oh, what can we do? Is there anything you need? And I promise you, this American preacher, quite a famous one said, um, I, I need somebody on the stage who will pat my forehead because I, I sweat a lot when I'm preaching. And my senior leader went, Mark would love to do that for you. Mark would that he would see that as a kindness, and uh, I did. I was on the stage patting his head. It's very difficult to know how much you pat, yeah, how much you leave, how much you let sort of you know, oh, oh, now, right now, just patting away. And also, what you do when he's preaching and you're standing at the side, what do you do? Are you squeezing the hanky? Are you just like oh, nodding away? And I was all the time going, God, what have I, whoa, why am I doing this? But there was a special blessing for me. Because what happened is, is there was a healing evangelist. He called a lot of people forward. And he had this thing where he would say to people, don't tell me, don't tell me what's wrong with you. God will tell me. And he's praying for people. And all these Barnsley people are out the front, all got their arms open like this. And there's this lady, she's got her arm open. And he just comes up and I'm patting away. And he says, God, God has told me. Yeah, 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 there it is. And then this lady had a bit of a lump on her arm and he prayed this, he says, move in the name of Jesus. Growth, move. And it did, it moved. And it comes like, wow, that's unbelievable. I'm like patting away, it's unbelievable. But it kind of moved to the side. And then he prayed for it again and it moved again. And then it moved right round to the front again. And he says, oh, I've seen this before. This has happened before. Don't worry, we're going to believe. The growth will go. And the lovely lady from Barnsley leaned forward and said, that's my tissue. She had a tissue light up her sleeve. She had a tissue up her sleeve and he was moving it round her arm. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You did that for me. And then I was just pat, 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 pat. Lots of patting needed done at that point. Yeah, it's so good. 
But um, where, when he says, oh, I want you, I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm praying that you would be open to his flow of supernatural strength. I'm praying that you would be open to his flow of supernatural strength. You know, I'm so aware in a church like this that there are incredible people in the room. A lot of people working hard. A lot of people watching online on, in the sites, working hard, doing the best that you can do, being the best mom that you can be, trying hard to walk, do a good job at work. And we've all got masses of challenges and it's difficult. And you know, we're trying our best and it can be so difficult at times. Being a dad can be tough. Being a mom can be a struggle. Trying to keep down a good job can be hard. And you know, the prayer here is that God would absolutely strengthen your inner man. That on the inside, you would be strengthened powerfully. I pray out of all his glorious riches that he may strengthen you. And that is my prayer for you today, that God would strengthen you, that you would feel absolutely energized by God, that whatever it is that you're facing, whether you've got an incredible job, whether you are like absolutely just trying to bring that daughter up in the ways of God, or whether you are trying to just kind of get through from week to week, that God would absolutely fuel you, that you would be strong and powerful and get through this week ahead. Amen. Amen. You see, um, a little while ago, I did uh, the three peaks with a couple of mates. And um, if you've never heard of this, it's like the highest mountain in Scotland and then in England and then in Wales and you end up at Snowdon and it's an absolute nightmare. It's so difficult. And, you've got, and we're trying to do it in 24 hours and everybody normally gets a driver. We never got a driver. We'd shared the driving amongst us. It was so tough. And there was this bit when the mountain was just, it was the Lake District one. It was 4 a.m. We're trying to get to this peak. It was horrible. You're just absolutely shattered. And the mountain was still there, but we had like a fuel stop. And we had some pasta. And we ate some stuff from some horrible tins. And we believed the lie. Add hot water and it'll be lasagna. No, it's not lasagna. Do you know what I mean? Don't lie to us. And then it's like you're eating all this stuff and you're fueled up. But you know, this is the interesting thing. The mountaintop is still as far away. The terrain was still as tough. It was still a hard adventure. But we were able to do it now because we'd been strengthened from the inside. And I want you to know that like I cannot come and magic wand your week away to be an amazing week. I'd love to be able to come and say, you know, God's going to make your week powerful. Every interaction you have with everyone is going to be a glorious and victorious interaction. You're going to have so many victories this week. It will be incredible. I'm not sure I'm able to do this, but what I can absolutely say is that the glorious riches of God, may they strengthen you this week. That the terrain is still hard. The mountaintop is still difficult. But may you overcome it in the name of Jesus. Because you have been empowered by his strength. Amen. Oh, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm preaching to myself now. I'm like, I want to see that strength 
so that I can do great things for God. There's no enemy or obstacle in our lives today that we cannot overcome through the power of Christ in us. Wow. It's like, wow, I want to have that power inside me. I know the challenges that I've got coming up this week. I know the stuff that is going on. And I'm like, God, I need you. I need you. I, I don't know why I keep getting this, but someone is overwhelmed in the job. And the week you've got coming up, you are not looking forward to it. You've got big decisions to make. You've got things happening at work that you're finding so tricky. And I cannot pray that all that will be taken away from you. But what I can say is may God's glorious riches empower you that you may get to the end of the week knowing that God has been with you and his power has gone before you. I am not only, is Paul talking about being open to his flow of supernatural strength, but also open up to his superlative love. Open up to God's superlative love. You know, we want to know God personally. We've got to be open to his superlative love. God wants to flow his love into your life. How wide and how long and how high and deep is the love of Christ? Wow. The power of the wave of forgiveness. I am, I um, often go up north, right up past Aberdeen in Scotland. And my dad, he used to be a minister up there. And I go up there a lot. And there's some beautiful white beaches up there. And we would be walking on them. And it's so lovely, this absolutely glorious white beach. And one time I was up there and there had been some joyriders who'd been out with a car and they'd been obviously flying around town in this car and then they drove it right onto the beach and they burnt it out and it was a horrendous scar on the beach. But you know, that week that I was there, there was a powerful, powerful storm and the waves came in. And it was incredible because the waves came in and absolutely took the car, took all the wreckage away and even took the scar where the car had been burnt out. It took it all away and left this glorious white beach. And I want to say to you today, whether you're watching online or you're in the room, this is the power of the wave of God's forgiveness. You know that whatever wreckage you've got in your life, whatever you've done, whatever has happened, and it has left a scar on your life. And some of you know what I'm chatting about. Some of you have got that guilt thing that immediately you think, oh yeah, that. Or some of you even in the last few weeks have done things that you feel ashamed of, feel embarrassed about. You would absolutely hate for it to go up on the screen, all the stuff that you've been on with over the last few months. And you're sitting here in the presence of God. And I want to tell you that God's wave of forgiveness is powerful and is incredible. It is beautiful, his superlative love. It comes, rolls on to the beach and takes away the wreckage. I'm so glad 
that when I stand before God today, God's not looking down and seeing all the mess up that I've done, all the stuff, all the mistakes, all the things I wish I'd never thought, all the things that I wish, oh man, I'd never done. That God just wipes them completely clean and that I can stand before God with an absolutely clear and clean heart. I don't know if you remember, you know, when I was a kid, when Christmas time came, when we got an apple for Christmas, that was not code for a gadget. We actually got an apple, yeah? We got an apple. Does anybody else know what I'm chatting about, yeah? And then um, my kids for Christmas, we once got them Etch-a-Sketch. Does anybody remember Etch-a-Sketch? And basically, you know, like my kid's drawing on this Etch-a-Sketch, but the amazing thing is that it wipes it completely clear. And, um, you know, the, one of the worst things as a dad is to have that moment when your son's drawn you something and he comes up and he's so proud and he's like, Dad, look. And you're looking at it and you do not have a clue what it is, yeah? And you're like, oh, you've drawn me a rocket. And he's like, no, it's, oh, it's a giraffe. And he's like, no. You're like, mm. and then he's like, daddy, it's you. Oh, come on. That's rubbish. <laughs> and your little lad's like there, tiny little lad, he's had a go. But the amazing thing is he's had a go, he's done a drawing, it's not perfect, it's made the mistakes and there's stuff in there that's a bit poor. But do you know what? That comes and just wipes it completely clean. And you know, here we are today, all of us, we're trying our best, we're having a go, we're doing the best that we can, but most of us in this place know that we mess up, we make mistakes, we wish we'd never done that, we wish we'd never said that. We kind of, ah, oh, but wow, his superlative love washes us completely clean. This is not self-help. This is not, hey guys, try a bit harder. This is not, come on, you're a champion. This is, oh God, you have wiped me completely clean. I can stand before you as an absolutely wonderful, clean instrument for you. It's like, wow, we want to be open to his flow of supernatural strength. We want to be open to his superlative love. And we want to be open to his supreme power. Open to his supreme power. Wow. Um, my son-in-law, tonight, I'd love it if you can come tonight. I do all these gags about my daughter marrying this guy who has become famous and how I am not dealing with that well, yeah? And uh, he has just opened up last week. He was the first act that opened up the King's concert, yeah? And, uh, oh, yeah, he really thinks he's made it. And... Uh, <laughs> I have been put in his life to keep him humble, yeah? And, uh, and, and, and he's like, he's like an amazing guy, but he was talking about like, he was talking to us just as we met for food the other day, how, you know, this king has got this power, but is it his power? Because, you know, he was chatting about like, there's a lot of people around making a lot of decisions. What I want to chat to you today for a 
couple of minutes about is simply this, is that when it talks about God's God's supreme power, I want you to know that God is an awesome, powerful God that wants to move and do incredible things, that wants to do things that we can only dream or imagine, that is absolutely able to do way more than you ever thought he could do. And I want you to know that, wow, when it talks about like, you know, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. That, wow, when you ask God to move, you are talking to the awesome, powerful, glorious God. And I need you to know that, wow, that God's still about the job of doing miracles. Do we believe that here today? I want to speak it out and say that God can still heal cancers. I want to say that God can still move powerfully on your behalf. He is supreme power. I don't know if the band are still around and they want to come and join me. It's like, wow, they've been so kind today because most places where I'm preaching, I'm preaching full pelt and then suddenly there's like a keyboard player playing behind me, yeah? And that's the church's way of saying, okay, that's enough, yeah? We've, uh, you're done now, yeah? You're finished. Yeah, let's call that a day, yeah? Lovely Christian keyboard player going, "Mm, okay, okay, we've had enough from you now, yeah? And I thought that was pretty bad until my wife got one for home, yeah? She's got one in the house, just gets a keyboard out and she's like, we're done here, yeah? It's okay, There, there he is, lovely, lovely man. But you know, as we finish today, I wanted to say that you know, of course we, of course we talk about why, why God doesn't always answer prayer. Of course we've got to have answers for why God doesn't heal everyone. But what I want to say is this. I want to say we need to have all those apologetics in place. But I want to stir your soul to remind you that God still does miracles. That God still does miracles. He moves powerfully and incredibly and I want to invite you this week to once again audaciously ask him for more than you could ever have dreamed or imagined I uh, I got this incredible opportunity to go to America I was just a young evangelist and a, a huge church in America asked me to go out and I went out and I preached on the Sunday and on the Wednesday, I was told I was meeting the missions board and that I could ask them for anything. And I was waiting outside and I got my suit on and I got a little thing put together where I was going to ask them for 180 pound for this thing back in the UK that I was doing. And I'd got it all set ready. And I remember thinking, I'm going to start off by saying, if you give me this 180 pound, I'll be so thankful. And I just was pacing up and down and an old gentleman came, put his hand on my shoulder and he said, what are you going to go in there and ask for? And I goes, oh, I hope it's not too much, but I'm going to ask them for 180 pounds. And this old gentleman said, have you got any idea who you're dealing with here? This is one of the biggest churches in America. 
Don't ask them for 180 pound. He says, if you ask them for 180 pound, they'll give you 180 pound. Don't do it. He goes, Mark, come on. You need to think a bit bigger. You need to dream a bit bigger. It's 180 pound. That's all you're going to ask for. And I stood there. I was like, oh man, I'm not going to ask them for 180 pound. He went, well, you need to have a think about what you're going to ask for. So I had a little think and I went in and I went, I feel a bit embarrassed about this, but I've got this project going on that's helping unchurched kids connect with God and our budget is 12,000 pounds. Do you think you could cover that? And the top guy at the top of the table says, thank you, brother. We would be honored to give you 12,000 pounds. And I sat there thinking, why did I not ask for 25,000 pounds? What is wrong with me? You know, I think God hears some of our prayers and he's like, do you know who you're dealing with here? God, awesome, powerful, glorious God who created the butterfly and the elephant is asking you to come into his presence and you can ask him. And wow, some of us, are, we ask God for the most small things. God, I've got a bit of a sore tummy. Can you fix it? And God's like, oh, I'll fix the tummy. That's fine. But God's looking for some of you to challenge him to audacious prayers where you say, God, I'm believing you for some big stuff. I'm believing you for a powerful miracle. I'm believing you for wonderful and incredible things. And recently I've been like stepping out and asking God to give me prophetic words for non-Christians. And God's begun to do it and it is so exciting. What are you asking God for? What are you asking God for? God is ready. His power is absolutely unmatched. And it's for you. I wonder if we could bow our heads in the presence of God. I'm excited about coming tonight. We're going to have a lot of laughs. Edinburgh Fringe Show. I'd love you to be here. Bring anyone you can bring. But we're sitting in the presence of God right now. And I feel that there are a few people and you've got some wreckage on your heart. There's some wreckage. His love. His superlative love wants to come and wipe you completely clean. Maybe you're sitting in the sight right now watching this. And I'm going to ask, hand back to the guys in just a moment, but I can only do what God's urging me to do is that every head's bowed, every eye's closed. That I'm going to ask you today, friend, wherever you are, that you might have some stuff on your heart and you just need the wave of forgiveness of God to come and to wash it completely clear. Like that big huge storm came and those waves took that wreckage away. God will take your wreckage away. And so as we sit in the presence of God, I'm simply going to count to three. And if that's you today, I'm going to invite you that you would stand where you are. Even in the sights that you would stand where you are. And I'm going to pray a prayer. And ask you to take your seat again and believe that the powerful love of God's forgiveness will wash you completely clean in the name of the Lord. 
So I've not got a lot of time to faff around. So I'm going to count to three. And wherever you are, if that's you, I invite you to stand. One, two, three. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's incredible. I'm aware that there may be people in the sight standing right now. Holy God, your wave of forgiveness washes over us, washes over all of our stuff, washes over all of our brokenness, washes over all of our wreckage and completely cleans us. Thank you for your love. We receive it now in our heart. We receive it in the name of Jesus. We receive it. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. Amen. Church, can we just all stand together? I've got a big audacious prayer to pray for this church. I love this church. I love coming and I'm going to pray that you're going to see communities come to faith, that you're going to see men and women, children come to know Jesus. I'm going to pray that salvation is going to spring up all over this church like never before. The amount of salvations that are going to come through youth and through the children's work and through the adult ministries and every single part of your church is going to know lots of souls. So if you're okay and you feel comfortable, why don't you raise up your hands towards heaven and holy God glorious God Father God we come audaciously and we ask oh God would you move in a wonderful salvation way would you God let salvation spring up in this church would we know many come to faith in the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus in your holy name Amen and Amen